turn this up real quick. Welcome to What You're Talking About Live. We're glad you're here. Um, yeah, welcome to the first ever technically live episode. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Remember, cold beers and cheeseburgers. That was live. That was live. You're right. Uh, well, this is the first one, you know, uh, you know, on YouTube. Because <laughs> the last one was on Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. First time, first time we're live, and first time uh, we're not like um, this is not being conducted by Blaze. This is conducted exactly. this is by us. Well, yeah, because I mean we had the ones at the rink, but enough of that. They they understand our history. Uh, my name is Chase Beardsley. I'm one of your hosts, along with the other host Ryan Topney, Trey Matthews. We're glad you're here with us uh on this beautiful monday usually we do these episodes on sunday but this one's special because this is the mid-season finale uh call it you know the mid-season finale i guess um so we've now hit the midpoint of the season it's time to kind of go over what we've seen with these players and our opinions on the play of these players so far uh about uh double digits i believe 12 games into the season but we're going to do that. Any thoughts before we go on, Trey? Uh, 11 games into the season, I just uh, looked it up. But, yeah, I mean, I think ASU, they're in a better position than they were last year at this point. I think the team has really clicked. A few of the freshmen have honestly surprised me with how good and productive they've been on the sheet of ice. I think the people that we anticipated to have bounce-back years are having bounce-back years. I think the people we anticipated to be the star players, the main point getters, they've been that and more. I think the goaltending has also been very solid for Lindsey Ellis' squad and, and all that. So, yeah, I mean, I think ASU is just in a very good position compared to last year. Yeah, that's fair. I think you had a lot of fair points there, and we're going to get more in-depth with that. Um, before we begin, just want to mention that we're uh, we're usually live, I guess, on uh, Blaze Radio uh, every single uh, Friday morning at 8.30. So if you don't know about that, please make sure to tune in when we come back for uh, the uh, spring semester. And then also, um, you can find us on all Apple, uh, Amazon, whatever podcasts. All right, Trey, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this, Chase. All right, let's do this. We're going to start with some of the players that haven't played. I'm going to quickly do this real quick. Uh, uh, sorry about that. I'm going to quickly scoot this down. Make sure you guys can see my awesome graphic. <laughs> um, but uh, we have three players that haven't played a single game with ASU yet, and uh, that would be, as I quickly scroll down, um, da -da -da. that's going to be Brooke Kimmel, uh, Riley Armstrong, and Jess Dorvinas. Um, you know, first off, try uh, some first thoughts on these players. Well, I think for I I, I think for all three of them, it's just like they their their circumstances are a little different. So for like Brooke, she's the third string goalie for, and she's played in a few exhibition games. If, if it constitutes anything to get to be fair to her, Jess, she's trying to come back from injury. And Riley, uh, she is beloved by her teammates and she knows and we know what she does um, in the locker room for the team. And I think I saw some sort of award uh, make its way around social media saying that she won the team mom award or something like that, if, if my memory serves me well. But 
Um, I think for uh, Doro, I'm excited to see her come back. She's still looking for her first collegiate point. I think she was very solid in the uh, playoffs for, for Lindsey Ellis, even though she didn't record a point. She was still asserting herself really well on the blue line. She was skating really well. And then for Brooke, it's going to be about patience, being a third-string goalie. Just ask Quinn Eatinger. Like, uh, Quinn's now the backup for uh, Lindsey Ellis. And now you just got to, like, be patient, wait for your turn, wait for uh, when it's your time to step into a – bigger role. And then for Riley, I'm, I'm, I love what she just brings behind the scenes. And she always keeps the, the vibes positive, if, if if that makes sense, if I can say something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit all the the nails on the head there. Um, I'm going to speak about Jess real quick, because uh, uh, what we originally thought was that she was going to come back around this time, maybe play in the Horton Cup, maybe play in the scrimmage. Unfortunately, she has not. She has still not played a game in a Sun Devils jersey this season. Um, it's very interesting because I think Jess was fantastic to end the season last uh, year, and I thought she was great in the playoffs, especially when all the teams started to get injured and ill and all that stuff. She really stepped in and was a great two-way player. Uh, she played forward, she played defenseman, she did it all, and it's a Swiss Army knife we referred to her as a couple times uh, for Coach Lindsay Ellis. I... I'm very excited to see uh, what she can do once she comes back on the ice. It's going to be very, very tough for her to find a spot in the lineup. I will say that because ASU has a lot of great players on their team. Arguably, the scratches are better this year than last year. Um, and it just shows that they might have to keep Jess out of the lineup because of their very, very good lineup. But I think we will see Jess this season. Uh, depend. Obviously, it depends if her injury gets re-aggravated or something like that. Um, so, you know, so, you know, there's always that concern. But it's, if all goes to well uh, with that injury um, and everything's good to go, I think we will see her sooner and later. Uh, same with Brooke Kimmel. I think she does get a game uh, somewhat into the season. We saw it last year with Quinn Anger. She was actually supposed to start two last season, but she got sick for one of them, so she only appeared in one. I think we do see Kimmel in... A uh, somewhat easier game. You know, we, you don't want to put a lot of pressure on her in her first uh, ASU game, or sorry, regular season game, I should say, because uh, she has played two, or sorry, three, I believe, uh, scrimmage games, um, and she has, I think she Yeah, 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 because yeah, usually for the exhibition games, they, they try to use all three goalies. Yeah, and she appeared, I believe, in the thir- both third periods in the uh, preseason games, and then the third period, I believe, for the uh, Kachinas game a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, again, we saw it with Quinn last year. Uh, she's probably going to get one or two games. I mean, no stress on the young goalie. She's only a freshman. Uh, this is more of a uh, permanent spot to add for the future. Uh, when Carson Hellman leaves, when Quinn eventually leaves, Brooke is still going to be there. Um, so there's that. And Riley, I mean, you say correct, right? She's a great leader in that locker room. She creates that culture. There's a reason why um that her teammates love her so much and that's because she's just a great person as he said uh great personality and she really really uh sparks that team i feel like and yeah. without her i don't think uh, this team would be as positive as uplifting as energetic as we've seen them yeah i mean um and to go off what you said about uh uh jess i think i i, I think it was tough for her to crack the lineup last year as well so to, to make that argument, sometimes uh, you're when you get your opportunity, 
Sometimes it's uh, going to be uh, for an, in a bad circumstance, like a replacement of an injured player or someone who maybe wasn't really up to par or something like that. I think it was hard for her to crack it last year. So I think this year is no different. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, uh, speedy recovery to Jess and hopefully she does end up uh, coming back uh, dealing with a lower body injury. Absolutely. So from there, we're going to move on to our uh, next player. Uh, and again, we're going in numerical order. So let's start with number two, Liv Lavelle. Uh, in four games played, zero goals, zero assists, uh, zero points. Uh, she started the season uh, usually as a extra uh, skater or a healthy scratch, but she's been quickly making her way into the bottom six. We saw her play in the preseason game, or sorry, not the preseason game, uh, the scrimmage game a couple weeks ago, and she was really, really good in that game, I thought. Talk to me about Liv Lavelle. Where are your thoughts? Uh, I still think she is trying to get a little more comfortable with the uh, with the team, I would say. Like you said, you being used as an extra skater, it doesn't really give you the golden opportunity to, like, um, to, to you know, uh, really thrive. I think she's just trying to work her way into the lineup. So I think for her, it's just like there's not really much for me to base, on, base her off of because I don't really – you don't really see her on the rink too often when she does play. So my thing is, like, you got I, – I think it's going to be, like, a process before, like you said, she consistently becomes a bottom six player. So for right now, there's not really much information to go on her. She's she's a rookie like a lot of other people on the roster. So that's my opinion, which is, like, just got to give her a little bit more time. And, and for right now, I don't really have much to gauge from her. Yeah, that's absolutely fair to say. I think, you know, her best game so far this season was in that scrimmage game a couple weeks ago. Uh, she did help on that. Uh, I think it was the uh, Benson goal. It was either Benson or Compton. Uh, but it was the third goal of the game, I believe. Um, you know, I think, obviously, like what you said, she's very young. She's a freshman. This is more a player for the future, I feel like. Um, but it's a decent player that Coach Lindsay Ellis has added and i believe she was also added in the tryouts earlier this year so i think it's still a great find you know like you said some of these freshmen are still trying to adjust to the system um and live is one of them i think uh we will see her in more games especially as we start approaching the tail end of the season i think uh if, if i was coach Lindsay ellis i would start playing once you clinch the playoff spot put some of these guys in give them games keep your star players healthy and I think Liv Lavelle would fit in perfectly um, to help this team win out uh, towards the tail end of the season. I'll just say this. Like, I know you don't want to, like, risk injury or anything, and you want to give some of your uh, younger people a chance, but yeah. you still want to keep that momentum going into the playoffs, if that makes sense. You don't, oh, want, you, don't want your, you don't want players to get cold going into the playoffs because even though ASU are favorites, I would say – uh, nothing in sports is guaranteed, as I like to as I like to say. Yeah, you're absolutely correct, Trey. But at the same time, I feel like you know, at least for a game or two, you're gonna rest all your healthy players, and the same can be said for your goaltenders as well. I think, uh, especially after last season, where we saw all those star players uh, go into that final series against GCU and three oh, yeah. or four of them oh, yeah. got injured. I think uh, Ellis is going to really be kind of careful after that but again Liv is uh I think she's going to be great in the future I think she's a good bottom six uh you know extra skater player right now and she's just going to get better as a freshman any final thoughts 
I think we've uh, hit everything we can hit on Liv. Let's just see how uh, the rest of the season progresses. All right. From uh, a newcomer that's going to be very impactful in the future to a newcomer that has been electric, Anita Fleming. Wow. She is a... Uh, she has surpassed all expectations. 11 games played, 8 goals, 3 assists, 11 points. Currently leads uh, all rookies in scoring for ASU. I believe she is either second or tied for first. In she, is tied, she is tied for first with alongside with Sam Murphy. Yep, there you go. There's that stat. Um, speaking of Sam Murphy, I mean, that's the reason why she came. One of the reasons why she came, and she has been so fantastic. Talk to me about Anita Fleming. Anita, I'd say alongside with uh, a couple other rookies that we're going to talk about, uh, like Brianne Powell and um, also Paige Ring, I think she has fit in really nicely. And like I just said, she's tied with Sam Murphy for most goals on the team. That's not an easy thing to do as a freshman because you got to try to get in. You got to be accustomed and all that. And the one thing I like about Anita is that she's a very dynamic player because She's listed both as a defenseman and as a forward, so you know that she can be used in in uh, in different aspects, to, depending on the game, depending on the situation. And you use the word Swiss Army knife to describe uh, Dora. Well, I think for Anita, it's just like I you could you could say the same thing because she can play both forward, she can play both defense. She is she is a capable goal scorer. I think she can assert herself defensively. So Anita has honestly been a a very interesting player to see, and hopefully she continues to uh rack up those goals and she i know during the offseason we talked a lot about Paige ring i know we talked a lot about brianne powell but i think we needed to show anita some more appreciation and we're doing so right now because she's a she's a very capable goal getter and that's and that was one of the problems that this asu team had uh at the beginning of the year which was i didn't know who was the main goal getter i i, I like who Who's going to be that main source of scoring, and who's also going to replace the likes of like Mason Walker or Amelia Smith or Cameron Kozak? Who's going to step in and and be another uh, goal getter for this ASU team? Uh, real quick, she is a junior transfer. She's not a freshman, but she is a rookie. Oh, so. My bad, my bad, my bad, my you're bad, my good, bad. Yes, you're, um, you're, you're absolutely right. Fourth habit. You're good. I, I get it. Um, so 11 points in 11 games played, and I was just about to say, well, you were going to say, like, you know, we talked a lot about the three pals, the Hannah Coons of the group, but we, we didn't say much about Fleming, partially because we didn't know what position she would play. We didn't know if she was going to be a forward. We didn't know if she was going to be a defenseman. She was listed as both on the ASU website. So we really didn't know. And then she jumped out on the ice and surprised us all. That top line of McKenna, Ring, and Fleming has been the most dynamic line, maybe besides, you know, the Paulson Murphy Satara line, which we all knew was going to be good. But holy crap, Anita Fleming has been fantastic. I love everything about her her defensive ability her offensive uh, ability well i can't speak today um she's just great at both sides of the ice and she has nice mitts on her she can deke she can do all that um and she's really torched some opponents and i mean you can see she's tied with sam murphy for goals that is insane if you ask me uh going into the season uh who would be tied in goals uh, with Sam? I would maybe say Sydney, you know, um, maybe Bree, but Anita has just surpassed 
everyone's expectations. You know, she's been fantastic. I can't say enough great things about what she provides for this team and how well she connects on that first line. I think Lindsay has hit a home run with this recruitment. Any final thoughts on Anita? Uh, she's been very entertaining to watch, and uh, let's see. Like I said, let's see if she can continue to do it as the season progresses. So, really impressed with this uh, rookie. I can say rookie, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not 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 freshman. Not freshman rookie. A junior rookie. Similar <laughs> similar to Bree, who's a sophomore rookie, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much similar. Both from Canada, I believe. Both transferred from Can- Canadian universities. I could be wrong about that part but they both come from canada let's move on to our next player this is amanda benson six games played zero goals one assist one point um talk to me about uh miss benson the points might not do her justice but i think she has been asserting herself nicely honestly she's i i like how she um like how she plays the game quite honestly i think she plays a very physical style um so don't I know like in this day and age we like to like look at the points and we like to um, we like to say this or that but she is a defenseman uh, listed as a defenseman so um, I think she's actually been asserting herself nicely defensively if if that makes sense just just objectively just objectively I think she's been doing well for herself on the blue line that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna say and that's something we talked about going into the season which is you know you look at someone like um, you you look at someone like Flo Odd. Flo wasn't a necessarily a goal scorer alongside with Maddie Platson. They were both players who knew how to skate well. They knew how to uh, make the right defensive plays in order to make their help their team win. So I think for um, uh, for Amanda, I think she's doing sort of the same thing. So um, still some work to do. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I think she's honestly done pretty nice for herself. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on what you just said, Trey. You know. She hasn't played, you know, as many games as some of these other defensemen. But like you said, I think she... And like, but like you said about Doro, it's very hard to crack into oh, that line. So absolutely. the fact that she's getting some of those games, I think it's a, I think it's a sign for what could come in the future. And she's a freshman. So she, like most of the other freshmen, you know, it takes some time to really adjust to a new system, especially when you come all the way from Connecticut, completely different system, probably. Um, you know, like you said, I think Benson has been really good with the body. I think she's been fantastic at, you know, just being a very defensive-minded defenseman. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a lot to say about Amanda than, you know, she's going to keep improving when some of these uh, older defensemen filter out of the system. She's going to keep increasing her skill. So, for example, um, let's see. Uh, someone like Sammy Lush, who's most likely going to leave after this season, uh, that opens up a nurse uh, spot. And Maddie Pladsen, who's also a senior, it's going to open up a nurse spot. And Benson's going to keep getting opportunities, especially being as young as she is, to keep advancing up the blue line. Who knows? We could see Benson maybe uh, crack the top four in one, two seasons. It all depends what happens, but I think so far, you know, there's not a lot to complain about. Any of your thoughts? Nope. Uh, Amanda, very strong defenseman. Love how she uh, uses um, her stick, her body, things like that. I think um, it's been, I think, honestly, it's been entertaining to watch. We'll move on to Hannah Coons. Uh, number seven, 10 games played, zero goals, two assists, two points. 
we thought going into the season that Coons was going to be a very good offensive defenseman because if I my memory serves me right, she had 23 points with the uh, Calgary Chaos, I believe, or uh, it was one of her Calgary teams that she played with. Instead, she's been a fantastic defensive defenseman, complimenting Maddie Pladsen on the blue line incredibly. I think she's been strong, especially as how young she is. She is a freshman, um, especially coming in, again, to a new roster and really cracking the top four, playing and complimenting someone like Maddie Platson well. And we'll talk about Platson later, but, you know, really improving her game as well, along with elevating, you know, her game as a defensive defenseman. What have you seen from Hannah Coons? Entertaining player, honestly. Just, um... But like you said, the points just haven't really been there. But I think for ASU, they, they, they're more uh, focused on defensive by defenseman as opposed to like two-way or offensive, uh, if that makes sense. Like most of the scoring comes from the boards anyway. And I know in this day and age of hockey, we're big on two-way defensemen. But I don't really mind it when a defenseman just focuses more on defense, hence the name defenseman. But there's a reason why Hannah Coons has been appearing in the games that she's been appearing. And I, I, I think the points will come at some point because, you know, everything is an adjusting period for, for rookies. But um, yeah, I mean, Hannah has been, she's been an interesting player. Like I've been noticing that sometimes she keeps like um, offensive possessions alive up top, or she's actually a very quick player. Um, I honestly, Honestly, I think uh, Hannah will be uh, will be an interesting uh, player moving forward. That's all I can really say about her for for the information I have and based on what I've um, what I've noticed. But yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's my main takeaway. So Hannah has appeared in ten games, like you said. So she's appeared in nearly all of them because I believe the the team has played eleven games up to this point. So yeah, I, I I've been liking what I've been seeing from uh, Hannah as a defenseman, and there's a reason why she's playing those games. She's doing the right uh, plays, the right moves to help ASU win and keep their offensive possessions alive as a defenseman. Yeah, I believe she only was scratched for one game, and ever since pairing her with Maddie, uh, she's just been electric. And I really like how she plays defensively. Obviously, offensively, it's not all there yet. But as a defensive-minded defenseman, I think she's complimented her partner well. She's made that top four, which was a concern going into the season, not a concern at all. Um, again, I think she's been great to, to begin the season. I'm excited to see what she does next. I'm excited to see that top four in action, especially when we get closer to games that are really high-pressured and must-win games. Um yeah, I think she's been fantastic so far this season. And, uh, I, you know, another great recruiting uh, prospect uh, by Lindsay Ellis. Great recruitment in this past freshman class. We move on from one of the youngest players on the team to one of the oldest, Maddie Messenbrink. 11 games played, two goals, four assists, six points. You know, in the beginning of the season, we really saw, thought we saw, you know, the Messenbrink from last season, you know, a very physical player. Um that is not afraid to to hit players and use the body. Uh, that's the Maddie Messenbrink way. Well, until we got to the final couple games against GCU and she started scoring, it was crazy. Like she, her first goal in over a year came in the second game against GCU. She didn't score last. Wait, she didn't score last year. No, she didn't. It was her first goal in almost two years. 
<laughs> yeah, insane. Uh, you should read my articles more, Trey. <laughs> uh, I do read your articles. <laughs> I just <laughs> might skip that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, she then scored again uh, right after that game uh, to make it two goals to uh, end the fall semester, and she racked up four assists. She was on the uh, Murphy Paulson line for a little bit, but then got moved down to a different line. Talk to me about Maddie Messenbrink and her game, what she's bringing in her senior year. Um, We, we talked talk about the physicality. So, Chase, take a guess as to who's leading the team in penalty minutes. Oh, especially with that huge open ice hit she had in, I believe it was either game one or game two versus GCU. At the 10-minute major, it's got to be Maddie. <laughs> yeah, 41, and she actually... She actually doubles the next person, which is Ellie with six with sixteen minutes in the penalty box. Maddie leads it with forty one. So she 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 uh, surpasses it in terms of doubling it. So yeah, I mean she plays very physical. I respect her for that, and the fact that she's actually we talked about her skating actually being a lot better going into this season, and she has scored uh, a couple goals, and I think that's definitely refreshing to see, and it definitely has to. Uh, lift a burden off your shoulders for any player who's been like, especially if you're a forward and you're searching for for that goal. But for for uh, Messenbrink, she's definitely here to bring the physicality, assert herself. Sometimes uh, maybe assert herself just a little too much. Got to control that a little bit more because otherwise you put your team in a vulnerable position. You put them on the PK, especially come playoff time. Because as we know, playoff hockey is way different than. Uh, regular season hockey. So my thing is, is like I love physicality and I love um, how you assert yourself and be aggressive. But you got to learn how to control that just a tad bit more because otherwise teams are going to use that uh, to your disadvantage. So as you know, I've been covering the ACHA for a, a few years, and uh, a team that I did cover one one of the issues that that said team had, who I won't name any names or name any association. Uh, I saw opponents try to put that team on the, the PK by getting that player into some uh, penalty trouble. So, and sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. So they were going against Liberty, and what did Liberty do? Liberty uh, put them in a five-on-three disadvantage, and Liberty uh, uh, amounted a three-goal comeback. So that's my thing, which is you gotta be you got to be very careful when it comes to being physical because – you don't want to put your team into a vulnerable position, especially since ASU, with all due respect, special teams isn't exactly their forte. No, it's not. But do you want to know another interesting stat, you know, kind of going off your stat? What's up? So in all the ACHA, uh, in terms of women's D1, there is only one player that has more penalty minutes so far this season than Maddie, and that is Layla Rushford. Uh, who plays with NU, uh, she has 48 penalty minutes. So, uh, yeah, Maddie is uh, definitely a very physical player, if uh, you couldn't tell already. But recently, she's been really good offensively, too. I think uh, what Lindsay did was smart, putting her with uh, Bree Powell and Tristan Craig on that third line. And I think that third line has been really starting to gain some ground and the most recent games, especially in the uh, past previous game against uh, GCU to end out the fall semester where Bree had a hat trick and Maddie had some assists on that. Uh, I believe she had a goal in that game too. Uh, again, 
out of nowhere, Maddie has been a fantastic player for uh, ASU offensively. Uh, obviously, scoring her first goal in the year, as we mentioned. Uh, I, you know, I'm very intrigued to see what she can do in the second semester, even if she stops scoring at a ridiculous amount. Apparently, because Maddie Mesmerick is now a scorer, which is awesome to see. Um, you know, what she has produced so far this season is fantastic, especially, you know, regarding that we came into this uh, season thinking, you know, she's going to be a very important player defensively and physically because you mo you lost someone like Mason Walker who really laid the body. Not a lot of other players really did that. And Maddie was the key, you know, connection to do all of that. Um, again, what she has done this season, I think, you know, is awesome. Uh, she's already doubled her points uh, from last season. She only had three the whole uh, last season. And now she uh, she's looking to gun down her all-time career uh, total in points which is 11 points in her first season with this team in 2021-2022. Um, she's already almost at the uh, total amount of assists. She had six that season. She has four this season. Again, I'm very excited to see what Maddie has done. I think she's surprised us really well, and she's been a great surprise for this team. Anything right. else here? So, so uh, yeah, yeah, Maddie improved, improved offensively. Got to give her credit where credit is due. due. Well, we, said, we said real quick, I, uh, we said like right in the beginning of the season, we were impressed on how much Maddie had really improved in terms of skating. You remember that? Yes, yes I, I do, do remember, remember that. Yeah. I, so like going off what you said, you know, I, I think, you know, she's been a great surprise for Lindsay, but go ahead and finish up your thought real quick. Uh, improved, improved offensively. offensively. I, I think, think like, like what, what we, we said, said uh, just, just improved, improved a skater, skater. but... but Tone down the physicality at least a little bit, like or control it just a little bit more, like a controlled energy. So don't don't um, don't have your energy depleted completely, but you got to control it just a little bit more. Hey, uh, Trey, do you think she'll listen to you? <laughs> just Prob oh, definitely, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, Maddie will always say physical. Okay. I didn't say now. Hang on, I didn't say I don't be physical. I, I just say control it a little bit more, a controlled energy. But then again, she's probably going to say you can't even control your energy. That's very true. We'll move so, on. So who am I to judge? That is true. We'll move on to Brittany Burdell. Uh, number nine. Uh, okay, okay. This is before, before you talk. talk this is going to drive me nuts. Is it Brittle or Bridell? Because I've been hearing it both ways. I've heard both ways. Uh, we will confirm later <laughs> because I honestly, ah, she's one of the, she's the only player, the only player from last year I didn't get a chance to interview. It drove me nuts. Uh, but wait, wait, did, did you interview Haley last year? Or? I did. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I know she almost escaped me, but she didn't. <laughs> um, so Brittany, uh, 11 games played, zero goals, two assists, two points. Uh, she spends most of her time on that bottom line alongside Evelyn Olsen, Emma Compton with Joe Catchum occasionally, uh, probably going to rotate in come, uh, the new semester. Uh, again, you know, we, I don't know if we expected 
you know, a slew of points from her, but what have you seen from her to begin this season? I'll be, I'll be honest, honest. I, I and it's, it's probably, probably the position she's in currently. I expected maybe just a little, little bit more scoring from Brittany, um, because I saw glimpses of that last year, but there's still a whole half to be played. So we'll see what happens. Um, maybe it's just because uh, I remember her her final goal at Oceanside Ice Arena. She was the last one to score for the ASU team. So. My, My thing, thing is, is like, like I did, I did expect, expect a tad bit more scoring, but I think, I think she's, she's doing, doing what she needs to do in order to be successful. But um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my honest thought. I think uh, I think the scoring can be just a, a little bit higher, but it's similar to what we talked about for Hannah Coons, which is maybe the role is not it doesn't ask for her to do the scoring because you know there's a lot of other scores in front of her. So I'm not I wasn't anticipating for her to be like a top three scorer, but maybe just a little bit more at this point because looking at the stats, I was like, hmm, I could have sworn she had more, at least assist wise, because it seems like she assists on all of Logan's goals, if I'm being completely honest. But then again, sometimes the PA announcer gets everything wrong. So um uh with all the respect, and, and that's true. Um yeah, yeah, I mean, for Brittany, Brittany um, bottom six player, doing what she needs to do. Um, but I, I, I could have sworn that she had more points. But but, but still a, a whole other half to be played, so we'll see what happens. She had eight points last season in 23 games played. Uh, really? Yes. Eight could points. Uh, four what? goals, four assists. Four goals, four. Okay, okay there, there we go. go. Four, four four goals and... So, so I think I mean, she's still on pace to, to, to do, do what she did last year. year. But I think, I think if you guys said, uh, there's there's still a decent amount of games we played, and they got that lengthy road trip, uh, like in what mid January. So yes. So we'll see what happens. I still think she's on pace to do what she did last year. But I think, yeah, I think I just vividly remember the goals she scored because I think most of them did happen at home. So and as you know, we're usually the ones covering the game. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, not, not. I don't. I don't really know. Like, like honestly, because I don't. I. I honestly don't know what to to honestly take away from it because it's just like. I. I. I, I guess in the back of my mind, I thought she had more points. If that, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, you know, I think obviously because she's on the fourth line, you know, they don't get as much ice time as the first, second, or third. Um. She does have completely new line mates. Uh, both Olsen and Compton haven't played last season. Uh, they're both, uh, you know, newcomers to this team. So I think that's, you know, tough for Burdell. Um, I think, you know, obviously you want to see her score more. It's been kind of a sophomore slump so far. Um, but, you know, uh, like you said, there's still whole half of the season to be played she can pick it up i i don't know i i like you said i don't really know what to say other than you know it seems like this is a down year for britney uh we'll see what she can do uh in the second half any final thoughts um yeah, yeah. i mean she's just, just like just like, like uh, uh i still I think, think she's a very good player, player very good uh bomb six, six player and, and um it seems, it seems like, like she. It seems like she assists on all of Logan's goals. goals if, 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 or, or, or am I just making things up? I think last season because Logan uh, wasn't as good as this season. We'll get to that. Um, I think that's why what you're thinking of because I do remember that. And they also love hanging out with each other outside of games. So 
there's also that. But, you know, uh, yeah, it's just been, I don't know, a rough season for Brittany here. All right, we'll move on to Emma Compton. Nine goals, or sorry, nine games played, zero goals, zero says zero points. Uh, she has been spending most of her time as an extra skater, fourth line player, uh, occasionally scratched uh, here and there. But speak to me a little bit about Emma Compton and what the freshman has done so far this season. Well, I think her best game came at the hands of Kachina's game, but unfortunately that's not going to count. She did score a goal. So I think it's for Emma that could definitely be a confidence booster because I think similar to what we said about Liv early on, it's kind of hard for her to like um, – kind of hard for her to find a role or find her niche especially as a rookie and especially since the role is not massive so my thing is like yeah nine games no goals no assists but what is she being dealt with what is she you know uh what does she have to work with and that's not a critique to the coaching staff everyone has to pay their dues um you know as a player and that and she's just paying her dues right now so for Compton um just give her similar to live. That's my similar assessment. Just give her time to like form a bigger role and see what happens from there. Yeah. Again, she's a freshman. Uh, you know, it's, it's her first season. Uh, she like most freshmen and like we've been saying, you know, she's got to fit in. Uh, she's been one of the players, you know, that, you know, has managed to land herself a full-time role in the bottom line slash extra skater role. I would be concerned because Jill has returned uh, what uh, what happens to Compton. But what you said, Trey, she had a very strong game against Kachinas, although it didn't count. I thought she played magnificently uh, in that role that she played. I think if that is a glimpse of what is to come, Compton could really, uh, you know, shock some people in the second semester. And we'll talk about uh, who we think are some sleepers for the second semester at the end of the show. But, yeah, I mean, like, similar to what you said, Trey, I think, you know, we need more time to see more of Emma Compton, and then we can really get a full judgment on it. All right, before we hold, go on to the next couple of players, uh, really quick, i pull this up. Um... Yeah, what you talking about? Uh, make sure to tune in every Friday morning at 8.30 a.m. You can listen to what you're talking about on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Go check it out. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we don't have socials for what you're talking about, but we have our own socials. You can find me, uh, Chase Beardsley, at Chase Beardsley uh, Sports on Instagram, Chase Beardsley underscore on Twitter. You can find Trey Matthews at Trey Emery Matthews on Instagram. Go check out his Paris uh, posts and then his Twitter as well. Trey I Matt Paris post. <laughs> Trey Matt Four on Twitter. Go check him out as well. Uh, and you can stream every single ASU women's hockey game on the Inferno TV YouTube channel. There are also occasionally radio streams of the games available for uh, you know listening to on YouTube Inferno Radio. Um, yeah. I swear it's going to get better. <laughs> uh, can I can I say something about the stream? Go for it. Tune into the stream and just count your lucky stars that the stream actually works. Because at this point, at this point, it's not even 50-50. So wow. I'll be completely honest. And that's that's my honest critique. Tune into the stream and you're going to see either a spotty spotty uh, reception. You're going to see nothing or you're going to see uh, corrupted audio. What, what are those three usually have? Real quick. I'm gonna 
I'm going to rebuttal that real quick. This is not our fault half the time. You know, the Iceplex. I didn't say it was our fault. I'm just saying what happens. Oh, you know, Iceplex dealt us a crappy situation, and we don't have $4,000 to do what ASU D1 does, um, or a guy who knows IT and stuff. Uh, (laughs) So that doesn't help, obviously. Um, But, you know, we're going to try and prove it. I've been working on some stuff over uh, winter break, so we'll see if that comes into fruition. And we'll be at a new arena for the first three games of next semester over in AZ Ice Gilbert. We'll see how that pans out. We were at a new arena for the Kachinas game. What happened? Uh, that one, uh, you know, shout out the Evernet uh, for that Mesa Ice Rink. We're going to do power rankings on one of these shows uh, where we freaking rank all the freaking rinks in Arizona. Uh, Mesa is going to be near the bottom. <laughs> No offense, but yeah. So yep. Tune in for every game for for spotty for, for the spotty oh, stream. Wow. Absolutely nothing. Corrupted audio. Wow. Or me or me getting angry. One of those. One of those four is usually going to happen. I mean, you get angry on everything. You've gotten angry on this podcast. Not on the show. <laughs> You've gotten angry on this podcast, though. It's on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Go listen to it. Um, all right. Before we go any further off the rails, we're going to go into our next player. Paige Ring, number 11. Miss Ring. Wow. She's had a very interesting season. 11 games played, one goal, six assists, seven points. Um, and she's fit in really well on that top line with Ellie McKenna and Nina Fleming. Uh, freshman year. She scored the first unofficial goal of the season for ASU, uh, which, you know, we're going to, we're going to, ah, I'm going to gloat about that real quick and say I called it. And then she did score not too long ago against Utah, her first goal. Um, but she's been a great playmaker on that first line. Trey, talk to me about Paige. I think Paige has been a difference maker for this team. The speed she plays and also just uh, the, the goal that she did get. It was electrifying. It was a great centering attempt from Ellie McKenna. I think Paige Ring has nowhere to go but up. Um, and I think um, she's definitely been one of the more exciting players to watch uh, this season. I I think the the numbers could be just a tad bit higher, but she's a she's a rookie. She I'm not going to like hold that against her. Or, or anything like that. So, and she's still trying to get adjusted to it. Um, right now, she's eighth on the team in points with a goal and six assists. And I think that's, uh, I think the assist numbers are, are good. And I'm sure she would like to have more goals, but the, the opportunities are going to come. The opportunities, similar to all the other rookies, and you're going to, and this is probably not going to be the last time I say it, there's going to be other opportunities down the road. So, yeah. Yeah, I think. So I, we were hyping up Paige over the over the summer, and I think uh, she's been well worth the hype, honestly. No, that's actually fair to say. I think she's been fantastic to uh, really, you know, start the season. I think, you know, she's a freshman, but she's really been quickly on that top line. She's made that top line a really, really good line, I have to say. I, I you know... Beginning of the season, if you asked me uh, there was going if there was going to be a line that would rival um, the Sydney Paulson Sam Murphy line that we saw last season be dominant, I would say you know probably not. But uh, Paige, Anita, and Ellie have really made a case for that. Uh, again, seven points, eleven games played. You know that's pretty good for a freshman. Again, we haven't seen a lot of freshmen or new players that. Have 
really seceded or gotten a lot of points in the past. You know, obviously there were always exceptions. There was always that one player, you know, that was new and joined the team and was just electrifying, uh, such in case of point, Mason Walker last year. But this year we've seen a lot of them, and Paige is no exception. Something concerning real quick, no points in the past three games played. She is a very streaky player. If you look at her her scoring, she didn't score in the first game, scored in the next two games, was scoreless for the next two games, scored in the following, or sorry, yeah, she scored in the following three games, and now she's on the three-game drought. Kind of a streaky player, but again, we'll see what she can do. I think she's been fantastic, better than advertised so far. There's nothing more proud or better you can say of Paige because she's been electrifying to be in her freshman season. So the fact that she's a freshman, you know, is insane. Final thoughts about Paige? I'm excited to see what she can do the second half. I'm expecting uh, a lot more goals from her, quite honestly. I'm going to make that I'm going to make that bold prediction. I'm expecting I'm expecting a lot more goals off of Paige Ring's stick. Yeah, you know, just as I predicted in the beginning of the season, Trey predicts a similar thing. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Sydney Paulson, uh, number 12. 11 games played, 4 goals, 11 assists, 15 points for the Paulson Power Magic herself. Um, you know, last year... It took until the second half to really see her goal scoring, obviously fitting in all that, and she took off last season. 14 goals. She slowed down on the goal uh, sheet, on goal-wise. Goal uh, only has four. But 11 assists, uh, she's only two away from beating uh, last season's 13 assists. Uh, 27 points last season. How have you liked Sydney Paulson's second season with the Sun Devils? Honestly, I think she's picking up right where she left off. Like you said, the goal scoring has slowed down a little bit, but she's still leading. Or uh, I'm, I'm sorry, she's still uh, up there on the. No, oh, no, she is leading the team in points, but with uh, four goals, eleven assists, and fifteen points for fifteen points. We expected that. I think that's something we were uh, predicting at the beginning of the season. Her alongside with Sam Murphy and Ellie McKenna. So I think for uh, Polson, or as you like to call her, and you get credit for this, Polson Power. Get used to that. Don't get used to that, Chase. That's the only. That's really the only time where I will. Yeah, I'm just joking. But anyway, uh, I don't say it anymore. But anyway, uh, I think Sydney has been very impressive and picking up right where she left off. And the goal scoring has slowed down, but the assist numbers and we saw this at the beginning of the year still very good. So is she the main goal getter for this uh, Sun Devils team? No. And did we anticipate that? Yes. But. At the same time, has she still had a very good, productive year? Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, even though the goal scoring has gone down a little bit, you still got other people who stepped up in that place. And I think she's starting to get it going a little bit more, especially as she got into a groove. It just takes one goal to find the back of the net, and then it snowballs and it becomes a little bit bigger. So I think for right now, uh, I think she is uh, – obviously the numbers speak for themselves. She's top you know, tops on the team in points. So I've, I've been uh, – even though I would like to see more goals, I, I can't complain about her productive uh, year because she's leading the team in points. Yeah, as you said, leading the team in points. Uh, I think uh, her and her line started out slow. Don't get me wrong, uh, because you know they're trying to find that third player on that line, and 
you know, as great uh, Brie has been in the past couple of weeks, you know, she didn't start out great, and that whole line didn't start out great. In fact, I thought they were often outplayed by that top line that we see of McKenna, uh, Fleming, and Ring. But ever since, you know, making some adjustments and putting Satara on that line, I think Sydney has been fantastic, you know, has had a point streak going uh, for a couple games there until this... Uh, no, still has that point streak going. So she's really picked it up. In fact, let me uh, give you a stat, Trey. So in the first half of this first semester, she had around, what is that, six points. In the past, one, two, three, four, four games, she has scored nine points. Nine points in the past four games. So, again, a rough start for Sydney. Um no critique for her, you know. Obviously, you have to get used to a new line mate. But ever since putting Satara on that line, I think she's just blown up. And she is now only in her uh, first uh, year and a half of being on this team. She's fifth all-time in points. She has been Andy Main for that fifth spot. That's incredible. I, I mean, obviously, you know, the points record, you know, we've discussed it you know debatably low but sydney has already rocketed her way all the way to fifth place in points in all franchise history so that's pretty impressive for miss paulson if i have to say so myself any final thoughts paulson power paulson power yeah paulson power we'll move on to logan satura uh 10 games played, 4 goals, 2 assists, 6 points. Logan was my pick, uh, one of my picks, for someone who would come back this season and really start scoring. And she has done so. You know, last year she dealt with injuries. Obviously new to the team, only 9 points last season. So far, 6 points. And she's been looking pretty, pretty good on that uh, second line ever since being placed on there by Coach Lindsay Ellis. 4 points in the past Three games uh, by Logan. Um, and I think she's connected well with Sydney and Sam. What do you think, Trey? Logan, lucky or unlucky number 13. She was uh, injured first half of the year last year. And I think, I forget who picked her, but I think someone did pick her to have a bounce. You, you picked her, didn't you? Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. Did you not just listen to me say that? <laughs> <laughs> I know it was you and someone else. It was you and someone else. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was Ari or or, or Joseph who all, who said that. Who said that too? I know you said it, but there was someone else. I I said it. I don't know if anyone else said it, but I mentioned. Okay, well, well for, in the playoffs. All right, just to be so just to be sociable, I'll just say I'll just say you alone. So you were absolutely right, which was Logan was bound to have a bounce back year. Uh, Ten games, he has four goals, two assists for a grand total of six points. So. I think, I think she's, she's been, been very productive and very solid, and she and, and similar, similar to Maddie, Maddie she, she brings a lot of energy to that team. So you can definitely hear her barking from the other side of, of the rink. Uh, she has that quintessential Jersey type of feel. I should know because I have family from Jersey, so I I, I, I can say that uh, with full blown confidence. Um, uh, I don't think a lot of people know this. She was coached under Bruce Driver, who won the first ever Stanley Cup with uh, with uh, the Devils. Um, just had to. Just had, had to put, put that out there, there. Uh, but yeah, that was a, it's been a long couple of days, I'll tell you. But anyway, as I was saying, 
Uh, uh, I, I think, think Logan, Logan has, has really, really taken steps forward in her improvement and her overall development. So I'm excited to see what Logan can do second half of the year. I think uh, I think she has a lot more goals in her, and she's electrifying. She's energetic, but similar to Maddie, try to bring down that energy, control that energy a little bit more. But then again, like I said, the argument they'll use against me is that you don't even know how to control your energy. So. I you know something I've really seen in Logan this uh, season, and you, maybe you don't see it a lot during the games because you can't hear it, but I've seen it a lot in practice. She's been very, very vocal, and obviously, oh, she's, she's been that. She's, she's been, been that even vocal. last year. Let, let me explain. Let me explain. She's been vocal as in having fun and stuff in the past year. I have noticed that, but this season she's taking a very like leadership almost approach. I I see her, you know, saying, "Oh, this is what you should improve." You know, cheering her team on. She's done that in the past, as you mentioned, Cherry. But I'm hearing more, like, you know, how others can improve and helping others improve from her on the ice. And I've heard it loud, like you said. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I, I think that's that's great for Logan. But I think, you know, as she matures and as she grows older, and two years as she's a senior or older, you could see a potential captain out of Logan. I'm not going to lie. You know, obviously, uh, need to get older first, but I, I could see it. I could really see it. Well, well, we'll, we'll see, see what, what our teammates, teammates think of that, because don't the team, team uh, the, I, think I think the, the team, team votes the captains, captains right? right? Yeah, I mean, Logan's a pretty big fan favorite in that locker room. <laughs> All um, right. But real quickly, let's also uh, wish her a happy birthday. You know, her birthday was yesterday. You know, so happy birthday, Miss Satara. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let's move on to Bree Powell. You know, perhaps one of the most hyped-up rookies of all of ASU women's hockey history. We saw the amount of skill that she had, uh, not just uh, from her uh, prior days of playing, but also when we saw her unbelievable skill in the Kachinas game uh, or the preseason pre games, she was flipping the puck over the board, uh, over the players. She was moving around them like it was nothing. Granted, it was against the Kachinas, but we saw the unbelievable talent that she had. 11 games played, 6 goals, 4 assists, 10 points. Really started off slow um, this year, this uh, first couple of games. And, you know, we thought that line of Paulson, Murphy, and Powell was going to be the line that would, like, be the end of all of the WWCHL, light them on fire. Unfortunately, it didn't start like that for Bree. Um, kind of struggled in the first couple of games, but ever since being placed on the third line uh, with Craig and Messenbrink, she's just exploded. She's been fantastic. In the past four games, she has six points, including a hat trick in the most recent game. She was unbelievable. Something that is of note, um, she did have an injury that kept her from playing in the Kachinas game. Yeah, she was um, staying inside us. us. Yeah, hopefully, you know, she can return for the Lakeland College games. Hopefully, everything is okay for her uh, when she went back home and treated that. Because um, we do know Bree has a history of injuries. I believe it was her ACL that got torn, kept her from playing last year. But I really do believe that Bree is everything is advertised. She just needed the correct line mates to get going. 
I think for Breeze, she had this mentality like uh, when in doubt, shoot the puck. And I think um, that that's great and all, but you got to learn how to like mesh a little better with your line mates. And I think that's also the main issue. So I had no, so like, yeah, she puts uh, like those amazing moves on trying to cut and dice uh, through the lead and that. But the thing is, is like, um, I think she had to learn how to like mesh better with her line mates. And I think, like you said, moving her down to the third line, that kind of, that kind of did help her out a little bit. But I think now that she's learned how to not just like shoot, 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 and just not pass or something like that. I think she's, um, I think it's definitely uh, helped her out a lot, but she's been one of my favorite players to watch, quite honestly. BP knows how to rack up the points. She knows how to, uh, stuff the stat sheet. It was, it was amazing. Um, it was amazing development these last uh, few weeks of watching her play. So I think that was just her main issue. Just when in doubt, she, she just shot it. And that, and unfortunately, here's the issue with that. If you're just constantly shooting, 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 and your and your opposition is not giving you any rebound opportunities, then you see yourself in a lot of one and done situations in the offensive end. You're not collapsing the defense. You're not passing it around. You're not trying to like uh, find the holes or weaknesses. You just have that mentality of like saying, "I'm seeing red, going in, shooting it." But that's basically what I saw, and I think you've also pointed this out before, which is like. And it's great, and all shows no fear, and it was bound to result in points sooner rather than later. But my thing is, is like um, just having that chemistry and that camaraderie with your line mates goes a goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it took a while for uh, Paul, or sorry, Paul perfection to really take place, uh, but she's been very, very good uh, in most recent games, um, and she is a very shoot first player. You know, it took her a while to figure out, you know, uh, how to mesh with the line mates she had. And, again, she hadn't played hockey in over a year before coming to ASU. And she played incredible. She has fantastic speed. She's an all-around fantastic player. It sounds like she's going to be in Arizona for a while. She's going to be a Sun Devil for a while. So we're just going to see her further improve every year. The fact that she's a sophomore and putting up these points, uh, these point totals, second in rookie scoring uh, so far this season, it's impressive. And she's everything we thought she would be. Um, you know, it just took her a while to get going. Um, you didn't you did, you did like my uh, little, little thing there? Paul uh, Perfection? Paul Perfection? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, honest no. Ah, well, you know, let her score some more, and then maybe I'll get the uh, hang of it. Let's maybe, move on. Maybe it'll grow on me. But, but, but right now, now, in this present time, time no. Let's move on to Evelyn Olsen. Um, interesting player here. I do have something to say about her. Um, ten games played, zero goals, one assist, one point. Um, picked her up in training camp. We've seen her really cycle through that bottom line. She's mainly been centering that bottom line. I think... Um, this is my player for the second semester sleeper because let hear me out. I, I, I see your lips moving. Hear me out. Um, I was actually agreeing with, with you. you. I know, but let me explain myself real quick. Um, I thought she, I think she's been absolutely incredible on that fourth line. And the fact that she only has one point to show for her, um, her efforts is insane because she's had numerous chances 
She's had fantastic opportunities. She just cannot put the puck past the goaltender. Everything else, she has been doing fantastic. I think she's really going to be fantastic in the second semester. I think that bottom line is due for a couple points, and I think Evelyn is the reason why that bottom line has been as good as it is. She's a great defensive player as well, and I could really see her going off maybe scoring five goals in the uh, second semester, um, which is pretty good for the limited ice time uh, they get. And, again, the fact that she's a sophomore, uh, and a lot of these players are going to leave uh, before she hits her senior year, this is a player that could really impress many. Um, Talk to me about your thoughts on Evelyn Olsen. Well, well, I think, I think it, it puts a lot of pressure on her, it, 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 you know, being, being the sleeper going into next year, year or, or next semester, semester excuse me. me. Um, well, well, I guess you can technically say next year because it'll be 2024. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I think similar to like a lot of other players we've alluded to, she's worked with what she's been given. And and that opportunity right now just hasn't fell into her lap yet. So... I can, I can see, see what, what you're saying, saying and, and I think, think she does really mesh well in the bottom six for uh, Lindsay Ellis, but I don't want to put too, too much pressure on her, but I can see where you're going at. I can see where you're going at. We can definitely see a surge in second half. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, happens but um, yeah, yeah, I just, just don't want to put that kind of pressure, pressure on her. Yeah, I mean, I really like the game that she's been playing. I really expect big things from her, if not this upcoming semester, next year, because I really do think she's a fantastic player. We'll move on to a player that has really come out of nowhere and uh, impressed many, uh, Tristan Craig. 11 games played, 3 goals, 7 assists, 10 points. Um, has really, again, come out of nowhere. Uh, we mentioned her last season and how streaky she was uh, in her freshman season. You know, ended it with only 6 points, uh, 3 goals, 3 assists. Um, and now she has 10 in 11 games played. Uh, yeah, it's it's been fantastic for Tristan, especially if you look at what she's managed to do in her past four games. In her past four games, uh, ten of those point or sorry, nine of those ten points have been scored in the past four games, and I think it's because of the new line she's on with Bree Powell and Maddie Messenbrink. I think she has thrived in that line. She has done everything she has to to make that line succeed, and I think that line has been such an underrated line in the past couple of games. Again, the fact that she has nine of those ten points in the past four games is incredible. Speak to me about Tristan Craig. Um, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I think I, I, I don't think out of nowhere, like, like you said, like, before I was rudely interrupted by Riley Armstrong by video bombing me uh, while I was trying to give my point, I said that I expected for Tristan Craig to have sort of a bounce back year, and I expected for her to uh, sort of like be a little bit more comfortable with ASU this time around. So I wouldn't say out of nowhere. I, I would say like at least for on my end, I I saw it at times, like you said, streaky, and it could go either way. But I was leaning towards the side of I think she'll be more improved just because. Um, just because she'll be more comfortable with the system, they'll it'll rely on her a little bit more, and we'll see and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I anticipate for Tristan Craig to sort of have a bounce back year, if you if you would. But 
she was a freshman last year, so it's you know she it, everyone was adjusting as a freshman. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Um, but again, so far this season, she's been playing fantastically. Um, we'll see if she continues it or if it was just a four game mirage. Ellie McKenna is next. Uh, Eleven games played, four goals, five assists, nine points. Um, well, she said last year she is a goal scorer, and she has definitely uh, been that for that line uh, of Fleming and uh, Ring, although Fleming does have more goals. But I think McKenna has been a great center on that top line as quickly uh, come out and become one of the best two-way lines in the WWCHL. Um, talk to me about uh, Miss McKenna, the new captain of the ASU women's hockey team. Similar to Logan, has a lot of energy. Similar to Maddie, likes to play physical. I think she's. Um, I, I think the the points are where they're supposed to be for the most part because um, she's right now seventh on the team, uh, close to being a point per game player. She has four goals, five assists. So I think she would like to. I, at least on my end, I, I've been I've been okay with her point production, but I'm sure she would like to see it just a little bit higher, knowing her competitive spirit. Um, Right now, I think um, I think uh, she's at a decent pace to really um, to really t- elevate it come the uh, next semester. So we'll see what happens. But um, I think Ellie has been I think Ellie has been actually a very serviceable player for ASU, especially being one of the captains alongside uh, alongside with our good friend Jill Ketchum. Yeah, I, you know she's set to surpass her point record from last season had 14 points but her goal totals have dipped down a little bit i think it's going to go back up and that's okay and and, and that's okay yeah that's okay because it's a right now she has four goals five assists good balance right now i i think that's okay yeah and Nita has been very very good at scoring goals so there's no stress at all three points in the last three games for ellie we'll see if she can continue uh her end of the uh not season but mid-season um Point producing skills but yeah she's set to uh surpass last season i think she's been pretty good so far this season again i think a lot of these players you know have had very very good seasons um i think they a lot of these guys have improved from last season uh but we'll go on to sammy lush 11 games played two goals zero assists two points uh for number 20 um yeah she's been good in that top four role like you know she normally has been uh, especially with a new def- uh, new par- uh, partner on that blue line, uh, which is something we take for granted because uh, Lush did play with, you know, Flo Odd last season, I believe, uh, mostly. And, you know, that was a great duo, and we were scared of what was going to happen to the blue line with all these new faces coming in. And, I mean, Sammy has been great. She's obviously more of a defensive defenseman. Um, she did score two very important goals, um, so there is that. Uh, and she takes a lot of beating. <laughs> Something I've noticed this season is that she's been, you know, hit with a puck. She's been hit with a bad check. It's, it's been, it's been it all for Sammy. Uh, and we're only at the midpoint of the semester, or sorry, the year. Um, so. You know, again, I think she's been great with Mia Jarvis, her new uh, defensive partner. And uh, any thoughts, Trey? Well, yeah, she definitely puts her body on the line a lot. Uh, we've seen that on full display. We saw it uh, 
the playoffs. We saw it uh, just a few games ago when she was walking out with a limp, uh, and she said, or and she said she took a puck to the body. Um, Sam is a great leader, well spoken, and I just I, I love interacting with her. Um, very knowledgeable about the game, very passionate about what she does. I think uh, I, I think we when we think of her, we don't think of her as like a, a point getter or something like that, but. I'd say, like, she, she she has two goals this year, and I think uh, if you were to ask her, I think she's very happy with that. Well, she had so, 14 points uh, two seasons ago. She she has been decreasing offensively, but she's been a fantastic defensive uh, defenseman, as we mentioned, that's okay. Basically, the point I'm trying to make is that I think she's, she's her, I think her production is better this year compared to last year in terms of points, but um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the season progresses, but I think for Sammy, it's like uh, just a great asset in the locker room, great leader, and um, she I, I can tell like uh, her teammates love her. Yeah, I don't like playing favorites, and there's no favorite here, but Sammy is one of my uh, favorite people to uh, interact with. Um, she's just very, very down to earth, and you know, very, very chill, and yeah, just one of my favorite players to interact with uh, after the game. Not saying that there's favorites are all awesome. I'm just saying Sammy's very awesome to interact with after the game. Let's move on. Uh, Haley Martin. Ah, man, what? Ah, it, it, it's tough, man, because six games played, three goals, three assists, six points. She was really on a heater. She was playing some fantastic flipping hockey. And then came the accident where she crashes into the board uh, injures her leg. We thought there was going to be a major injury coming her way. It doesn't look like it. She's off crutches. Uh, if I were a guessing man, this is not official, by the way, uh, I would say she plays in the next game. She didn't want to play in the tournament uh, or the Kachinas game because she... Wait, wait, she, she willingly, chosenly did not want to play in the tournament? Uh, well, she didn't want to re-injure her... Okay, 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 that's different. All right. Yeah, so that's why we didn't see her there and probably the Kachina's uh, game as well because especially if you're uh, head coach Lindsay Ellis, you don't want uh, Haley to come back too soon and re-aggravate anything and then have her miss out on the playoffs. You want her to stay on the sidelines until she's 100% ready because, you know, they've been pretty good without her. And it's going to be interesting where Haley fits into the lineup after she comes back, but she's been... She was fantastic. She was freaking fantastic before she got injured. She was, I believe, your sleeper pick for this season. Um, talk to me about Haley and what you've seen from her. Again, uh, real quick, 12 points uh, last season. Really jumped out this season with the six points. Six points in six games. She was making, like, Chase, what, what's something I normally say? Uh, no, don't answer that. When in doubt, I'm usually right. I was so hammer meat nail Naomi Okay, well that I haven't said that once on at least for the ASU women's hockey. Wait, have I? Uh for ASU women's I, hockey ever, yes. No, well not ever, this season specifically. Uh, I don't think I've said it this season. I don't think there's been a scenario in which I had to say it. But anyway, as I was saying, usually when in doubt, I'm right. And going into the season, I picked Haley Martin as uh as an X Factor piece because I thought she was actually very productive last year based on the things I saw, and she was proving me right yet again. Three goals, three assists, and I even told her, thank you for making me uh, 
for making me look good for for because I I put a lot of trust in you. Don't don't let me down. Don't let me don't don't prove me wrong. And yeah, when in doubt, I'm usually right. So yeah, I'm gonna. I have to say, you know, you know, I don't want to pump up your ego here because your ego is already big enough. But I would have to say, oh, it's not that big. It's 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 not that big. All right. Um, anyway, uh, I think all of our sleeper picks at the beginning of the semester were really good because I chose Logan. She's been pretty good. You chose Haley. She was fantastic until sustaining that injury. I think those were the main two. I don't know if anyone else chose anything different. I think I also mentioned Tristan. I think I meant, I, th- I, I think we were debating, like, would she have a bounce back year or not, and I leaned towards uh, having a bounce back. And obviously she's been fantastic this season. But, yeah, we hope to see Haley back soon. Again, it's going to be interesting where they're going to put her in this lineup because that first line, don't break it apart. That first line has been fantastic. That second line, Logan has really put in some oomph into that line and really made that line really good. And then the third line has really been racking up points as of late. So I don't know what you do with Haley when when she comes back, but she's such a fantastic player and just shows how deep the ASU uh, forward group has really gotten. We go on to uh, one of the latest additions, um, in fact, the newest recruitment of this season, uh, not going to next season, this season uh, recruitment, Sophie Fossil, who has better kicks than Trey. Ten shut games up. played, shut zero up, goals. Shut up and shut up. <laughs> Ten games played, zero goals, one assist, one point. Um, big fan of what you're talking about, confirmed. Um, so so there, we have Sophie here. Um, she's very defensive-minded defenseman. She's been fantastic. Um, the fact that she was scratched for that one game, I know why she was scratched. I don't know if I can say it on there, but, you know, it's it sucks, and they really missed her in that game, and it showed. She comes back and plays fantastic hockey, fantastic defensive defenseman. Can't say enough good things about her. Exactly where I thought she would lie so far in the season. Your thoughts, Trey? I think Sophie's been very good defensively uh, for ASU, and I think she was definitely a good X-Factor piece for them. I think um, she brings a new a, a new sense of uh, urgency on the blue line, quite honestly. So, yeah, I've been, I've been impressed with her defensively. Obviously, similar to a lot of her other defensive, uh, I'd say, partners or something like that. She doesn't rack up that many points, but doesn't need to. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, short and sweet, I would say, with Sophie. She's been fantastic um, so far for ASU. And uh, similar to Sammy Lush, she uses the body a lot, and I think uh, she's been fantastic. We go on to a, another defenseman, Mia Jarvis. 11 games played, one goal, four assists, five points. Um, I, You know, we, we uh, kind of glossed over her a little bit. Uh, talking about rookies to begin the season, we kind of focused more on Hannah Coons. But Mia Jarvis, man, honestly, I think besides another uh, player we're about to talk about and a couple uh, players, um, def- defenseman-wise, I think she's been the best defenseman on this team besides one other player, and we'll get to that. I, I've really liked her game. I think, you know, obviously she gets points on the blue line, five points in 11 games played. But the thing that a lot of people don't see is the little plays that she makes, uh, both offensively and defensively. And there's a reason why she's gotten the hard hat, which is their little team 
um, trophy thing uh, a couple times already in this season, and that's because she's just such a hard worker. She's a fantastic player. Um, again, fantastic pickup by uh, head coach Lindsay Ellis, and the fact that she almost got her sister Zoe as well is very interesting. That would have been very interesting to see on this team. Um, what, like, like twins, twins or something? something? I. Think they're twins? I believe so. Don't quote me on that, but they are definitely close, uh, close sisters. I think Zoe might be older. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, okay. Very, okay. They're very close in age, but in any case, Mia has been amazing on the blue line. I really like the way she plays. Again, all the little plays, all the small details, she does perfectly. Mia Jarvis has honestly been the best blue line player in my opinion this semester except for one of her play that we're going to mention your thoughts Trey? I, I, I think, think i know that the player you're going to mention i'm actually going to have a lean towards that player as uh, the best defenseman but yeah mia has been impressive like uh, we talked about these rookies coming in and making a, a statement and just trying to make sure that they uh, assert themselves and Similar to uh, Bree Powell as a forward, similar to Anita Fleming as a forward, we got to give Mia Jarvis some love on defensively because she's been quick, she's been bad, she's been making the correct plays for this Sun Devil team, and she knows how. And she's been racking up the points too as a defenseman. So she has, uh, like you said, one goal, four assists uh, in eleven games played. So I think she is one of the best offensive-minded defensemen on this team, and. Um, Definitely got to give her credit in that regards, but I think Mia has been a very dynamic player on the blue line for uh, for Lindsay, and I think I think it's been very entertaining to watch, quite honestly. Yeah, I think she's been a great compliment to uh, compliment to Sammy Lush, who again last year I think mainly played with uh, Flo Odd, and we all were worried what was going to happen, where Sammy was going to go, and she's been fantastic with Mia, and again Mia has been great to begin the season and. Even in the most recent game against the Kachinas where she scored, um, her position under the power play was new, and I thought she played fantastic. I, I would love to see her more on that on quarterbacking that power play. But moving on, we're going to go to ah, Samantha Murphy, ah, the one and only Sam Murphy. Well, not technically because Sam's, Sam's a common name and Murphy's a common last name, so probably not. 11 games played, 8 goals, 6 assists, 14 points uh, this season. First off, shout out Dan Murphy. Uh, second off, um, uh, gotta say, you know, we all knew Sam was going to be good. We all knew Sam Murphy was going to be good coming into the season. Um, and she has. She leads the team currently, uh, or sorry, is tied for the team lead in goals right now. Um right now is second in scoring at least points wise and another thing is she just most recently tied cat jones for the all-time points record uh i believe that was in the final game of the uh before obviously winter break if the kachinas counted though she would uh she would have it uh but it doesn't so yeah uh, even though sam does claim she got an additional goal in Colorado, but it doesn't count because it's not in the ACHA record book. Shout out Sam Murphy for that. But again, I think Sam's been great. We all knew she was going to end up on the line with Cindy again. We all knew that that line was going to take off. It took them a while, obviously, 
to find the third partner, but once Logan came, Sam was incredible. She's been dynamite. Um, obviously, you know, she's going to pass last season's totals because she only played half a season and she scored 16 points. What I'm sure she's aiming for is to get somewhere close to her uh, all-time points uh, in the season record, which honestly I don't think is going to happen because it's I believe it's 45, which is insane that she managed to do that. But, I mean, recently, she's been on a tear. Uh, Ten of those 14 points that she has scored has been in the past four games. So, incredible uh, end to the semester for Sam. What do you think so far, Trey? Who said she was overrated again? Uh, uh, That is a joke. I don't know why you keep pulling that up. Because it was a bad, because it, because it's a bad joke. But it was a bad joke. Sam said it herself. Well, well, you gave herself doubt, and that's not good. So anyway, as I was, as I was about to say, Sam has been excellent this season, leading the team in points. I, I would say she got up to a maybe slow start to her standards a little bit. Oh, absolutely. To her standards, she got off to a slow start, but then she really started to pick it up. As, as the semester, semester progressed, and that was something I really like to see. So, so my, my thing, thing is, is like, um, I, 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 yeah, yeah she's, she's going to break the all-time record for ASU in points. There's no answers or buts about it. And unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be there to witness it or even call it. And that's and that honestly uh, irks me a little bit because I was really hoping she would do it against GCU, but it didn't happen. Um, and I, but anyway, this isn't about me. Um, I think uh, I think Sam has been phenomenal, not only second half of last year, but also this year as well. She's been a, a huge uh, piece to this ASU team for a few years now. She's one of the reasons why they got upset a, a few years ago because uh, she wasn't playing uh, during the playoffs. So I think you really start to see Sam's impact as um, these last few years has been heavily magnified. And she's been very impressive. Like, you know, also, I think she's the perfect combination of Play aggressive, but not too aggressive to the point where you put your team in a vulnerable position. So I've really liked what I've seen from Sam up to this point. Yeah, I think the only thing you would be worried about is injury because it seems like every freaking season she plays with this team, she gets injured. Uh, the year that she wasn't in the playoffs uh, was because, I believe, something with her shoulder. Last year, um, she was injured, missed a couple games here and there. Um but, you know, she was good to go. We just hope that she's uh, she's healthy, knock on wood. Um, let's move on to Berkeley Radcliffe. Uh, 11 games played, zero goals, three assists, three points. It's been an interesting season for Berkeley. Um, I don't know if this is her best season. It, I don't think it is because we've seen her score offensively. She's on that bottom pairing with Sophie Fossil most of the time, which has been a great defensive uh, pairing. What do you think of Berkeley and how she's been playing so far this season? Thanks, Thanks so much, much to a lot of the defensemen on the team. team. She, she just plays to what, you know, defensively. defensively. That's, that's that's her game. game. That's, that's what, what she, she told me one time when I said, hey, Berkeley, I need you to score because I have this uh, nice phrase I want to I want to use for you, like when you score. And, and she's like, I'm not a scoring defenseman. That's just not – that's just not her game. That's not her style. And you know what? It's – and that's just the overall system for ASU. They're not really big on two-way defensemen. They're not really big on their defensemen scoring. So when we look at the stats for like not only Berkeley but maybe Sammy um, or um, or others, it's just like 
yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they don't have, have a lot of points. points and we, we, we talk about Mia being pretty much the, the main point getter for the, for the, the uh, Sun Devils blue line, but that's just, that's just how it is. That's their system. That's how they run it. And I think Berkeley, one of the reasons why she's the ultimate captain, she knows how to run the system and she makes the people around her better. So that's my honest critique. That even, that is a critique. That's very fair to say. Um, I think she's been great on the bottom pairing, um, you know, defensively with Sophie. I just remember, again, she says she's not a scorer. You say you're not a scorer. But then I look back to 2021-2022. She had 17 points in 24 games. And she's dipped down ever since then. Seven points last year. Three points this year. Hasn't scored a goal since February. And it might be over a year. Uh, again, knock on wood, blah, blah, blah. Um, it might be approaching over a year uh, as we head into the spring semester. So we'll see what happens. Again, she uh, hasn't been, you know, the breakout all-star player uh, that, you know, no, no one's really expecting her to be on the blue line. But I don't know. I feel like there's more there in the at least assist category. I feel like there's more there. I There hasn't been anything negative you know, that really comes to mind uh, for Berkeley so far. But, you know, I think she's been decent. I think she can reach another level. We'll see. Again, she runs the blue line well, and we'll see what happens. Any final thoughts on Berkeley? Um, I say, say don't, don't expect, expect scoring, scoring numbers, numbers, but, but it's not, not a game. game. Play, Play your strengths. strengths. Maddie Platson. The opposite defenseman <laughs> to what uh, what Berkeley is. Uh, ten games played, four goals, six assists, ten points. Man, during that Colorado road trip, I was watching those games, and you you call our stream crappy? Holy man, the CSU stream is literally an Instagram live video. So I don't want to hear anything more about our stream being uh, crappy because we are not the worst in the WWC shell. All right, just want to throw that out there. Sorry, CSU, it's true. Um, please stop streaming on Instagram Live. Please do a different streaming service. Even Facebook would be better. But anyway, enough off that rant. She was insane during that uh, Colorado road trip. I had the chance to talk to her during that road trip, and she said, yeah, there's something special about Colorado. She scored her first goal as a Sun Devil there, and, man, she was flipping fantastic. Four points in a single game against the University of Colorado. Um, and then she finished off that Colorado road trip with uh, six points. So, really impressive for Maddie. Unfortunately, she was sick on her birthday, which was one of the GCU games. So, she didn't get to play that one. But uh, three points in the most recent game against GCU as well. Thoughts on Maddie? I think, I think she's, she's honestly been the best defenseman for ASU. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm being honest. honest. And, and so that I've noticed during, like, the, the exhibition game, game. She, she tries to get, get more involved in the play call. Um, and, um, like, like, she tries to get involved in more of the rushes. rushes. It, it translates a little, a little bit differently, differently uh, uh, during the regular, regular season because I think she, she, she tries to experiment more during the preseason. But Maddie Platt says pick up right where she left off alongside with Flo on. So that's been refreshing to see that. She's still, still maintaining, maintaining what, what she, she was, was doing last year with this team. team. Yeah, I agree. I think she's been the best defenseman on this team, and 
She's been very impressive. I'm excited to see what she's going to do in the second semester, especially considering they do play Colorado, uh, couple Colorado teams a couple more times uh, to round out the semester. Going on from there, the captain who has returned in the most recent game, Jill Catchem. I am so happy she's back. It's always great seeing Jill on the ice. Uh, always a fun person to talk to. One game played, uh, which was the most recent game against GCU, zero goals, zero assists, zero points. But uh, from what we saw in that uh, game, you know, it had been over a year since she played a meaningful hockey game. Um, coming back from a serious injury, I, I think she had a lot of good chances. She took a, a couple shots that I thought were really good. I don't think we're ever going to see the 30-plus points Jill Catchem ever return. Um, we'll see where Jill's going to end up in the lineup, though, because it's going to be very interesting. I don't think they keep her in that extra skater position because, you know, I feel like that was to get her in, and I feel like she'll be on there maybe a couple more times before – you know, we start seeing her move up the lineup. I wonder if they, you know, mess up that line of uh, Murphy, Paulson, Satara, uh, and put Catchem on there because, as we all know, that the duo between Murphy and Catchem was incredible. And we haven't seen in the regular season game um, since 2021-2022 Jill and Sam play on the same line. So we'll see if we'll, we can uh, – we're, we're going to see that again. Uh potentially recapture that old magic but i mean one game played what do you have to say about jill uh this is the last play i have to rate because i do have to uh get to uh, another ball real fast but um and i wanted to do jill because jill's og known her for years um i think jill like you said we're not we're probably not going to see her as a 30 goal scorer that we once saw and unfortunately after a major injury you're never really the same but it's her final year. See what can happen. And I think she's been a very, I think, has it been perfect uh, getting her back into the lineup? No, but that's why you have those exhibition games. That's why you have that three-on-three tournament in order to, like, you know, get a better assessment as to how someone is. Yeah. So, you know, ease her back into the lineup. So that's my honest critique for Jill Ketchum, which is not much to go off for right now, but just be patient, give it time, and, We'll see what happens. So she did look a little slow coming back into it, but it's her first time skating in, in a while, like or in game action in a while. So, yeah, I mean, Jill's been a, was a very good scorer for ASU. Will she get back to that? I personally say no, but that's okay. She doesn't have to. Just try to you know fit in. That's my thing. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think we're ever going to see Jill Catchman from two seasons ago, but. Something I do have to say, she does have to get that speed back, but she will, and she'll get back the you know the skill that we've seen her use and we'll see uh how she fares uh in the second semester um i know you have to go try but any final thoughts uh before uh you leave just asu they're, they're the favorites now keep that momentum ride that hot hand and then um you know come playoff time we'll see what happens but i think this team is in a good position right now but i not jumping the gun on anything, knock on wood, but I think they're definitely a team you have to look out for in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, I would also agree with that. Um, again, you can find uh, Trey Matthews on Instagram, Trey Emery Matthews, and Trey Matt Four on Twitter. Um, and he also does a lot of broadcasting uh, on Inferno TV, so make sure to check that out. All right, Trey. Well. I will catch you later. I'm going to finish out the uh, final two players, and then I'll join you in the uh, 
in the lobby. But thanks for uh, for being here, Trey. Thank you, Chase. I'll talk soon, bud. All right. So as Trey leaves, we're going to do the final two players. Um, thankfully, you know, he uh, he was able to do uh, Jill with me um, and most of the other uh, players. But we're going to go on to uh, the two goaltenders. Quinn Anger, number 30 for uh, ASU. Five games played. Uh, five zero 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 is her record. Goals against average is zero point six zero, and her save percentage a whopping point nine seven eight. Quinn has been freaking fantastic. Honestly, I think if you ask me who's been the best player on this team or the most unsuspecting best player on this team, it's been Quinn in my opinion. She's just been um, incredible. The saves that she has made has put this team in the position that they're in. I think. She is capable of being a number one goaltender in almost any other uh, team. I think that's how good she's gotten, and we we all saw that as she uh, as she you know worked uh, during practice uh, and training camp before the season started. We saw that something looked different about her, and she was very very motivated to try to get the starting position um which we knew we all knew would be hard carson obviously you know uh just won wwchl mvp but then quinn went out and won that maryville game and man she was just ever so impressive i think quinn's been perhaps the best player or most improved player um for uh compared from last year to this semester and I've just been very impressed by the way she plays, and I think Trey can agree with me, and I think Trey would also agree that, you know, now Lindsay can really play a 1A, 1B uh, goaltending role, um, which I don't know if she's really done before when McClellan and uh, Carson were sharing the net last season. It was mainly uh, Halle uh, getting most of the games until, you know, obviously she left the team. But again, I think Quinn has just been fantastic uh to start the season i think there's going to be a lot of fantastic way uh, things going in the way of quinn Anger, not just in the second semester but also in the years to come uh she is a younger goaltender than uh carson so we're going probably to see her for a very long time also interesting note about quinn before we move on to the final player Quinn has won every single game she's appeared in as a Sun Devil, dating back to last season against Denver. So she's won six out of six, and she's had shutouts in most of those games. So very impressive for young Quinn. Um, and finally, Carson Hellman. Uh, 15 ga- or Why does that say 15? Six games played. Ignore the 15. Uh, 5-1, 0, and 0. Uh, goals against average, 1.33. And her save percentage is a .944. Actually, better than last year. If you look at her record from last year around this time of year, you know, or at least uh, at the end of the season, not as good as this. And obviously, they played Liberty for two games, and that, you know, sank her record and her goals against average and stuff. Carson had a slow start to the season. There's no denying that. I'm sure Carson would say that as well. It wasn't all of her fault uh, that she lost 5-2 in that first game. But ever since then, she's rebounded, and she's been incredible. Um yeah, I, there's not a lot to say about Carson that we haven't already said about Carson because she's so good. Um, and she is a starting goaltender in every single WWCHL uh, team and most of the ACHA teams. She is a goal, starting goaltender. You know, again, 
it's very interesting uh, with Carson to see, uh, you know, what she does in the second semester. Again, it's a very, very tough schedule going in to the second semester. Um, they play Lakeland for three games, then they go to uh, Missouri slash Illinois to go play some of the top teams in the league, including Maryville, McKendree, and Lindenwood. All three are currently ranked as of the most recent uh, ACHA rankings. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be very, very tough for this uh, goaltending tandem. But, you know, we saw Quinn uh, take down Maryville. Um, the question is, can Carson um, win her first uh, game against a ranked opponent this season? I would say yes. I think she's going to get her redemption game if she hasn't already gotten it. She's been fantastic in that still. There's no diss or, you know, whatever on Carson because I think Carson is a fantastic goaltender, uh, especially for this, the the height she is. I would have to say that about Brooke, too. You know, they're very, very short, um, but they make some great saves and stand tall in that, you know. not as uh, That's a little joke, I guess. But, um, yeah, in any case, um, and that's going to wrap up all the players. Um Real quickly, I want to share my uh, some of my picks to watch out for uh, this upcoming semester. Or, or yeah, semester. Um, we'll start with the forwards. I think, as I mentioned, Evelyn Olsen could really break out this season. I think she's been fantastic on that bottom line. I think you know there's a lot more potential in her that we're going to see. I'm very excited to see how she plays uh, in the upcoming uh, couple of games. Uh, I think she could score a lot. Uh, the top line, I would say a lookout for, I think, Anita Fleming. You know, she's been electric uh, this season, and I think she's going to continue that. Uh, something I also look out for is obviously Murphy and Paulson. Uh, they've had hot streaks going in. Obviously, Sam is about to break the all-time points record. It's going to happen within the next one or two games of them coming back. Knock on wood. Obviously, I don't want to jinx it. But, obviously, they're always players to look out for. And then Bree... Of course, Brie Powell has been incredible on that third line. She's ended this uh, halfway point on a very, very big high. Um, same with Tristan in that third line. I I just don't see how you mess up that. You you rearrange that third line if you're uh, Lindsay, especially you know considering that you have Jill and Haley eventually coming back. Um, Jill already back. Haley probably coming back sometime next semester. Um, uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting where they put all these players. Defense-wise, obviously, Maddie has been fantastic so far to uh, start the season off. But I would also keep an eye on Mia Jarvis. I think she could have a big second semester coming her way in terms of points. Who knows what's going to happen? I, I just was really impressed with how she played against the Kachinas. We'll see what happens. As I mentioned, Quinn Inger, um, she's been she hasn't lost a game. In a Sun Devil jersey, the fact that that that's you know a thing is awesome. Honestly, Carson is another player to watch out for as well at all times, um, especially because as I mentioned, can she win her first game against a ranked opponent this season? I believe so. Um, and the same can say be said for Brooke Kimmel. Will she appear in a game? I think so. Uh, definitely look out for. So currently. ASU sits at 10-1-0. They are obviously first in the WWCHL. 
Um, and I believe they are seventh overall in terms of ranking. They haven't really moved up or down this whole season. And it's all going to be interesting to see what happens when we return next semester because, again, they play some very, very good teams, Lakeland College, a Canadian university. So we don't really know how good they are, but, again, they're from Canada. Uh, I know that's a stereotype, you know, all Canadians are good at hockey, but, you know, especially these universities – Comparing them to ACHA teams is weird, and it's going to be interesting. It's kind of like comparing, um, you know, a Canadian Junior League, like WHL, uh, to NCAA. Like, how do you, how do these players translate from one league to the other? We're going to find out in the first week of January. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be held at AZ Ice Gilbert, um, the I believe fourth Arizona Ice Rink they'll play at because they played at Iceplex Mesa Community. And Arcadia so far this season, and now they'll play at Gilbert. Obviously, some of those weren't home games, but they've played at four ranks in Arizona. So very interesting uh, little stat to keep out on. They've won uh, games in all four or all three ranks. We'll see if they can make it four. But right after that, they fly, as I mentioned, to Missouri, Illinois, um, and play some of the toughest teams in the league. And that's going to be the true test for ASU if they can, if they're able to win. At least three of those four games that they play against, um, Maryville, McKendry, and Lindawood. It's even four or five, as I checked that. Because um, they do play only one against Lindenwood. I don't know if they play two against uh, McKendry. Let me check that real quick. Excuse me. Uh, they do play uh, two games. So the five games. If they can win three of those five games, I think that shows a lot about this ASU team especially beating ranked opponents. I'm not going to give any predictions because you're going to have to tune in to uh, the next episode, what you're talking about, to kind of do that. And I'll leave you on a little cliff. But once you uh, get past that part of the schedule, it's pretty easy. You play Denver. You play GCU. You also play Utah, which, I mean, arguably is the toughest team besides ASU in the WWCHL. But ASU beat them 7-1 last time they played. So we'll see what happens. But... Uh, we're going to start wrapping this up. It's been almost two hours. Uh, so, again, thanks for all of everyone who tuned in. Um, again, shout out to Trey, who had to leave early. Um, but we are glad you guys were able to come out. Again, every Friday morning at 8.30 a.m., tune into Blaze Radio uh, to uh, stream What You're Talking About, a uh, 30-minute show. So listen to it on your way to work, whatever you want. Uh, and obviously, all of this is all posted on the What You Talking About podcast page, Apple, Spotify, and even Amazon Music. Shout out to Joseph Furtado, who uses Amazon Podcasts. I've never, ever met anyone else that does that. But, yeah, check us out on all three of those platforms. Um, yeah, and you can stream any What You Talking About episode on those platforms. For Trey Matthews, uh, you can find him at Trey Emery Matthews on Instagram, Trey Matt 4 on Twitter. Um and then for myself, Chase Beardsley, Chase Beard or Chase underscore Beardsley underscore Sports on Instagram, and then Chase Beardsley underscore on Twitter. Uh, find all the latest updates of your ASU women's hockey team on my Twitter page, including the newest recruitments, uh, which they're coming out. We've had three so far. Uh, I don't expect there to be a lot of them, especially because a lot of these guys are going to stay uh, with this team. Um, but we have gotten three of them. So make sure to check back there for all of the latest recruitment updates, 
all the game updates, every article you would possibly want to read, check it out there. ChaseBeersley.com is the other way you can find all my content. You can also stream every game on the Inferno TV YouTube channel. But that's pretty much going to do it for what you're talking about. Thank you so much for uh, doing or being here with us during this two-hour special. Um, we hope you enjoyed. Have a great holidays for myself and Trey, and we will see you.